Welcome to Dating in the City. I'm Alessandra Conti. And I'm Christina Conti Pineda. And we are sisters and celebrity matchmakers here in Los Angeles. How are you, Christina? Great, great. And you forgot to mention our other cities. Oh, I know. I always do. But we're, <laughs> we're physically here. Right. In we're LA. quarantined in Los Angeles. Yes. But quarantined, unable cities. to travel yes, at this moment. Unfortunately. Our other cities are New York, San Francisco, and D.C., but we work with people all over the country and all over the world. I know. I always neglect the other cities. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> I love you as well. It's just I feel so, you know, it's just been a while since I've seen, since I've, I've even allowed myself to dream of the concept of travel. You know what I mean? <laughs> so many trips have been canceled. Yeah, um, that's true. I have, I really, I have canceled, I think... I think maybe it's a record um, for the quarantine. Yeah. I've canceled like seven trips. Yeah, yeah. I know. You did. You had a lot planned. I had a lot planned. Mm. I had big plans before the queue, but now here we are. Um, how <laughs> how's your sanity, Christina? Are you maintaining sanity in quarantine? Yep. <laughs> I don't like yep. talking about myself too much. So I know, but this is a video and podcast that where we discuss ourselves um, and we discuss dating. So we are really excited to jump into today's episode because Christina doesn't seem like such a chatty Cathy. Um, so let's go right into our first segment. Um, our first segment is we couldn't help but wonder. As sisters growing up right outside of the fabulous New York City, we grew up on sex in the city. Now, as personal matchmakers in 2020, we're living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were. In our revamped segment, um, we debate each question that Carrie couldn't help but wonder, episode by episode, through today's lens. Um, so episode one, oh, episode one, season, no, season, season one, one, episode, episode two, <laughs> models, it's called Models and Mortals, um, and Carrie couldn't help but wonder if models could cause otherwise rational individuals to crumble in their presence, exactly how powerful was beauty? Christina. Yes, I think that if you talk about power, you have to think about, okay, let's look at the concept of what power means. Okay. And because we've talked about this before in the sense that some people are very much power dynamic obsessed where they have to be on top, they have to be the one who's holding the power at that time. And that is actually a very problematic mentality to have, especially in relationships and with love, because love requires us to be humble. 
However, you could see, so we can approach this topic in many different angles. Mm -hmm. You could see that beauty, yes, there, there are gorgeous models who Carrie's talking about. Now, today, we still have gorgeous models, and what you're going to probably talk about is Instagram and how it's basically <laughs> not just a few models. There are models all over the place that you're seeing all the time. <laughs> and But if you look at it from a dating standpoint as, as a woman, and how important and obviously taking care of yourself and presenting yourself in a beautiful way is part of is part of dating that's an important part of dating but if you're doing it in a way for a power power like a power complex where you want as many men as possible to fall for you and you can break as many hearts as possible that is a problem mm. how powerful was beauty I think that that, I know, I think like how powerful is beauty? And I think that that's just such a fascinating question. Mm -hmm. um, I think that there definitely is a lot of power in beauty and studies have even shown that people who are classically more attractive get a literally quite literally right. get away with murder right um That's or true. they get lower sentences in there's this show called um it's on netflix i think it's called a hundred humans or something like that i'll give i'll give you guys the real title but basically it's this show where they take um they do all of these like human social experiments and they they do it on a um on a on a hundred people and um one of the experiments was that they showed this group of a hundred people two different photos and one photo was of a beautiful young woman and the other photo was of a less attractive um older not you know woman and um and they they told them the crime that the person committed right. and then they had them um give the sentence out so they had them like create the sentence so it was like five years in prison or just parole or so and it was like a murder charge or something like that and it's so crazy because the more attractive woman got literally got away with murder hmm. and got a lower sentence Very than the woman who was like you know looked like she was on multiple drugs and just not it was not objectively an attractive woman um so i think that from that standpoint there is a lot of power in beauty right and you can think of it for men too yes oh Just my gosh <laughs> we see it all the time with Certain These attractive men, and, they yeah, get away just not with... Even, not even celebrities. It could just, just be... Just normal men. Right. And it is something... It can be a double-edged sword beauty because if <laughs> I know. You, it's really difficult. Well, you know. no. If someone relies so much <laughs> just on... Just personally speaking, it's, it's a double-edged sword. You know? <laughs> it's, it's not easy. <laughs> well, I mean it in the sense that yeah. it's internally difficult because you have to know... You have to... It's harder to be, it's easier to be prideful if you know that you can get away with things since you're really attractive. Have you had this person. experience, Christina? I'm thinking Personally, more about men, men who are just, just really classically all the women, women love yes. them. And it would be really, and I, a lot of those men end up 
being single until for or forever possibly until their for their whole lives because they're they succumb to maybe the low-hanging fruits and the temptations rather than mm-hmm. – because it's harder. And I don't – it's a double-edged – it really isn't. For women, too, it's difficult. It's difficult not to rely so much on be- on your beauty. I think for women, it's also a double-edged sword because I think that – A lot of times for women, when they are, when you are a beautiful woman, it's you don't know a man's true intentions Mm. initially. And I remember I was speaking to this objectively. I mean, we've worked with every, we've worked with Miss, the Miss Americas, literally like Miss different countries. Or no Miss Universes. Yeah, Miss Universes. We've worked with all the way from Playboy Bunny cover models. Um, and we've really we we've really worked with some of the most objectively beautiful women in the world, and then also just women who have come in who are like teachers or nurses who I'm like, oh my gosh, you are stunning. Um, and it's really fascinating because I think that the beautiful, the classically beautiful women really struggle with finding out what a man's true intentions are mm-hmm. initially, um, because men put on this act for them in the beginning, and a lot of times a guy will either fall head over heels on the first date with them and be just like oh my gosh he's you know then loves love bombs them but doesn't actually get to know who they are um aside from just the physical their physical appearance so then once they're learning about about them through the dating um process they then kind of have this realization oh she's a real person and this was not who I thought she was because it was very much built up in their brains because they had, and oh my gosh, what is that? Christina, there is a syndrome or not a syndrome. There's an effect. Um, uh, oh, what is the name of this effect? It's it's an effect where um, basically like a rose-colored glasses effect, mm-hmm. but there's like some kind of scientific term that's mm-hmm. about this. But I just think that it's so fascinating. And I had been – I did a meeting with a, a model the other day, and she was explaining this to me, that this happens to her a lot, that these men will just fall in love with her on the first date. And then she's like – no, like I, you don't even know me. Um, so I think that that's really fascinating. Um, yeah, but, but I, and I also think though everyone needs to be careful with because yeah. people are going to find different people really, really attractive and beautiful. Yeah. That's why in the beginning of phases of a relationship, you do want to take it slowly if you're whether you're Miss Universe or just a normal girl, that's, it, yeah. it doesn't matter. There are men totally. who will still oh, do yeah. that for you oh, but, yeah. and just profess their love, but that usually is a red flag if they're so gung-ho in the beginning. Yeah, the love bombing, love bombing is always a red flag. Like, red love bombing, it doesn't matter if you... But this is also something that's so interesting. I just... I feel like so many women just really undervalue their beauty. Right. Like, right. I and, and we when we talk about beauty, that's why don't even I think don't that they're beautiful just, though. Right. They don't think that they're beautiful. Right. Some of the most beautiful women in the world don't like have this deep rooted insecurity that they're not beautiful. Mm. And I've been doing this for nine years. I can say genuinely, 
I have seen one woman who I would say is ugly. One woman. But but her heart was ugly. Right. And that's <laughs> her heart. There's beauty in every single I know, and woman. there was hopefully there was beauty in her. But I just if you, I you couldn't could dis- see it. But you, I couldn't see it. In and her. you can discolor one yourself. Woman. You can ruin your soul. You can yeah. really damage your soul yeah, by she your choices. Soul. She was an and evil that woman. shows. Yeah. That shows. It does. But true it was beauty is all found over her face. Right. Yeah. True it's beauty is found say, within but. every single woman. That's yes. why beauty in this concept I know they're talking about models, models. and sorry I was just going to say that mo- it's not just models who are beautiful every no, single woman no absolutely not is beautiful this is what you were alluding to because we had a little bit of a discussion about Instagram and how I feel like it's just been I just feel like it's really even more difficult in 2020 um, because women are not not only comparing themselves to magazines, like nobody even reads magazines anymore, but women are just confronted with perfection Hmm. every single time that they open their app on Instagram or every time that they look on Facebook because of the advent of Facetune. And Lord knows I am guilty of using Facetune on, you know, uh, on a few occasions. And I'm not shaming anybody for editing their photos but at the same time it's just this perpetual like like it's just it's it's toxic it's really bad it's, it's bad too much emphasis on physical and but i don't even think it's putting emphasis i think it's just giving it's this unrealistic image that even kylie jenner does not look like kylie jenner like you look at these photos that and kylie is known for having in the Kardashians who bless them, love them, but they're known for hiring certain paparazzi and having this paparazzi like put out photos that are paparazzi photos, but that have been aggressively altered. So when you see that them actually in real life or in normal photos that haven't been altered, it's just it's like even mm. Kylie doesn't look like Kylie. So it's just very difficult for women nowadays because we see these images on Instagram that are not real. And then when it comes to dating, we get the guys who come into our office saying, and this as is matchmakers. as matchmakers, matchmakers yes. get men who come into our office like, Throwing the phone in our face, yeah, giving saying, us a this file. This is what I want to <laughs> Giving us, and I'm like, this woman literally does not exist. Right. Like, if we were to introduce her to you, you wouldn't recognize her. I also want to talk about this in terms of, so I was a matchmaker for MTV's, um, the MTV show, Are You the One? Mm -hmm. And I did two seasons of it. One of my seasons has already aired. um, And then the other season, it wasn't the LGBT season. It's the next season that's going to be coming up. I didn't realize that it hadn't aired yet. Yeah, they did. So yeah, one of the last season that they did was the LGBT season and bless, but I am, I'm a, uh, I do heterosexual matchmaking. So it just didn't make sense for me to do that season but I remember and this is where I saw it the most because I think that we see we work with a lot of very um, um 
authentic people, maybe in their later 20s, 30s, 40s, and they're less into the aggressive Photoshop, the aggressive Facetune, all the apps that are cinching and blobbing and all of that. But for the Are You The One kids, they were all in their early 20s. And some even like late, no, 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 I think it was all 21 because they had to be able to drink. And I remember I would get the list of the men and women that we were, that we were going to be matchmaking, that were potential castmates. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, she's going to be so cute. Oh, great. Yeah. And they would come in and I remember looking at the photo and then looking at the girl and saying, this girl literally has a different ethnicity in this photo. And I remember like knocking to the one of the casting guys. I'm like, is this the same girl? And they're like, yeah, yeah, it is. It's just, you know, this is the kids. This is the kids these days. So right. it's just. Right. So I guess the moral of what we're saying is don't use those apps. <laughs> don't use those. I mean, face tuning apps. Be it's wonderful to get ready and to look beautiful and to do your makeup I love it but, but I don't, I don't like, think oh. I just don't <laughs> think it's good to alter reality because you're having an, a negative effect on other people as well and you're not actually presenting yourself truly I, I guess it's a little bit different with filters because that's still you, but you've just added a filter, a filter. on it. But, like, exactly. So this is the thing because right. I am a hypocrite because I – I don't agree with you doing this. No, you things. don't. Yeah, she freaked I out. You. I remember a few yeah. years ago I was, like, really into it and I went a little buck wild. And you can see, especially in my um, – when I went to a royal ball, one of those photos is, like, aggressively um, – I really I really lit my makeup up, which is what I used to call it. Right. Um, but I have since gotten so much better. But I just – I got so into it. And I think that mm. it's, like – I think that there is a line between, okay, you have an obvious, like, massive right. pimple, pimple on your and forehead, you that, right? and you don't want to totally mess up the photo, this adorable right. selfie that you took at brunch. That's one thing. But then the other, like, it's it just, it's going too far when you're altering your physical, like, your body shape. And when you're, that's, in my opinion, that's when and it face. goes. And, yeah, exactly, when you're, like, lifting your face right. and when you're, like, really going in. If you want to see, if you want to use one of those, I've used, I've, when Alessandra did a photo of me like that, I looked, yeah. wow, I yeah. <laughs> looked better. But, but you were so then, cute. You said, what if? A little what if like a, a, a girl in high school sees this right and thinks that this is really how I look right this isn't how I look this is an unrealistic image for women yeah, yeah. we have to think about how it's affecting other people and then how it's affecting men to viewing yes. <laughs> their reality of who it's not because it's so this true. is not even porn this is just on yeah. everywhere so it's, it's not, not like they have to access it to get it this is mm-hmm. it's they're being flooded with this information and if you want a man who appreciates real real woman beauty then just don't do those things if you want to do it for yourself to see oh that's cool I can I remember when you did that I was 
I used yeah, like I what altered makeup. what makeup yeah. I did. I yeah. realized that you should do the line a little bit higher like that. And yeah. that helped I mean, it, me with my makeup. But it helped you me with my yourself. makeup. No, it definitely yeah. helped me with my makeup because I remember there was this one app that you literally like put makeup on your face and it just like brightened everything up. So it really changed the way I did everything. Yes. It like I do now bing, I do here, I do there. Like it helped. But, right. and, but doing but, makeup and someone would say, sorry, also you can continue your sentence. No, 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 go for it. I'm on okay. you. I was yeah. just saying that it's one thing, makeup is one thing where you're actually putting it on yourself. It's still you. You haven't computer generated, altered your face. You yes. Put yes. things on. Maybe even some people use fake eyelashes. I don't. I do. But, you know, some I love people lashes. do and they love it. You know it. what, you guys? That's, I, st- I, tr- I started Vernon and Fields. Oh, yes. That's true. I started Vernon and Fields a month ago. I started Lash Boost, but I don't feel like my lashes are boosting. Oh, no. Like, I really don't. I see it. Do you, but this is not my <laughs> lashes. Let's I is, see them. This is Lily Lashes. Well, maybe Thank you, Lily Galici, for my lashes. Maybe they're fake. That's no, funny. these are fake, <laughs> but my real lashes are not growing, and it's been a month, and I don't know what to do. So if you guys can give me a little support in the comments, let me know. Like, if, should I continue using it? Should I stop? Like, what do I do? I just don't see any change. Hopefully anyway. your good people will be open soon so that we can yeah, get my lashes and lashes. Yeah, my and lashes. Everything that we need. Lashes, to. Deanna. They're amazing. <laughs> But anyway, I think, though, that we kind of have come to a an understanding and kind of a, it's more of, like, a self-check thing that you want right. to do for yourself of, like, okay, you we can't control, you know, all these other women that right. are editing their photos. We can't do it. We just can't. But we can lead by example, and yes. we can put out images of ourselves that are more natural and yes. that are real. Right. Um, and we don't we're not asking you to take photos of yourself, no makeup. No. Still look beautiful. I would, I would never. That's not what we're saying, but we're saying yeah. just do the things yourself and make yourself look beautiful in the ways without using computer generated schemas. Yeah, just it, because it makes our job a whole lot harder because <laughs> none of that exists. Right. So right. And just then, help help a matchmaker out, okay? Right. Help us out at Matchmakers in the City. Yeah, and with models, yeah. they can't control that their photos are getting airbrushed yeah, on it's magazines. True. It is so true. But it is knowing that those photos, wherever you're seeing them on commercials, people are still watching TV also. They may not be I buying know, cosmopolitan, but it's, di- but it's different. It's I feel like the 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 girls of our generation, of this generation, are bombarded of the younger generation are just bombarded and I'm right. really I fascinated I to see. see what this is what how I really hope it doesn't do a, a really aggressive level of damage yeah. because when That's I was true. younger I knew the images I saw in magazines were unrealistic images of women I remember I knew it was and I even I read old diaries of me being like I knew that these are unrealistic images well, so I had such very, high confidence you were very unique Alessandra oh. most women in our generation including myself did not understand that and yeah, there's a level yeah. of perfectionism that and as well mm-hmm. as if you have a certain type of personality mm-hmm. That you that that was a problem. So wherever, if you're in charge of a magazine or in charge of marketing, whatever you do, not even a magazine. If you're in charge of somebody's social media account or your own social media account, right? Every all of this. Some people are still making magazines. I know. And okay. There are still people who work for Cosmo who watch yes. our podcast. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there. <laughs> all of us are responsible for yes. what 
media we're putting right we're yes. putting out of ourselves from yeah. but you can start at the grassroots with yourself and yes. then if you're in charge of anyone else then then you want to make it realistic too <sighs> and I'll try my best too but sometimes I need to soften in a blemish <laughs> because not all of us have baby soft skin like you Christina <laughs> Not all of us have that level. That's what filters are for, though. Yeah, that's true. But no, that's... no, no. Some filters can't filter what, what I have going on. Well, some days, some day I do, Christina. But some <laughs> days, they just can't be tamed. Okay, you know, they just can't. Okay, so moving on. Okay, this is a new segment that we are substituting for girl go- or gone girl, and it's called woman repeller. We're really excited about this one. We're so excited. Because we have so many to talk Uh, about throughout the years. As professional matchmakers, we work with single men and women all day who share what attracts them. We also have a team of celebrity stylists who help them get ready for their dates based on our studies of what styles attract and what styles repel. That's for sure. Are you repelling the opposite sex by what you wear and you don't even know it? Okay. Let me just say that once more because I'm going to get it right. Are you repelling? Oh. Can you yeah. say it? Again? Are you repelling the opposite sex by what you wear and you don't even know it? Mm-hmm. Yes, you are. Men, I'm looking at you. <laughs> um, okay, so the first one is baggy <laughs> 80s looking coats. <laughs> this one is a particular close to home for me. Christina, this is a trigger, isn't it? <laughs> well, no, it's yeah, not a trigger. trigger for you. It's not yeah. a trigger. You always use that word. It's not it's a, a trigger. trigger. It's a trigger. Wait, my hair is stuck on the thing. Okay, no, I'm, I'm fine now. It's yeah. just okay. my husband. I saw him walking my dog this past weekend, and he pulled out his old fencing coat from college, and it was this, this mesh kind of 80s style material with, oh with the God. cuffs. That are tight and then oh. the very baggy sleeve. Oh. 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 <laughs> it was, and then that combined oh. with he was wearing one of his face masks as a do rag and then oh. had a little light. Oh, bless. <laughs> a little headlamp. Oh. <laughs> Alessandra just saw the photo. It was just too beautiful. Oh my gosh. But, that is beautiful. Right. And you said that Justin Bieber has tried to start bringing that yes, back. Yes. This is the but. thing. It's like Justin Bieber has like intentionally brought that back. Like there is like a subset cult of celebrities that are wearing these 80s style sweatshirts <laughs> and sweaters and um, these like really awkward plasticky things. Right. But they have celebrity stylists. For the, stylists for the common man, them. for the common man, I would say man avoid repeller, woman avoid. repeller, woman repeller, avoid at all costs, woman repeller, avoid at all costs, at all costs, avoid. Okay, moving on. Now beards. beards. I'm so excited to talk about this one. Okay, so I love this one because especially during quarantine, quarantine yes, like men are becoming like Amazon original men. How do we feel? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so (laughs) this is the thing. I think that there are certain women who are in the beard stanhood. Yeah. Certain women love beards. That is a small minority. It is a minority. (laughs) Small minority. It is a minority. If you disagree, feel free to comment below, ladies. But it is a minority. The majority of women that we work with, that I have come into contact with, do not enjoy 
a bushy beard, beard. or mustache or anything like or, that. Or yeah, like Any a facial hair a like that. Just, like a little oh a little <laughs> nod to some... World War Two <laughs> beard. We don't need that. Nobody that is not attractive. I don't think that many men do that, but especially there are now some guys it's like who are mustaches. Ew! But out. these no, these men are like they let it They're grow, really, and oh, it, you know oh, the worst thing so it's when bad. it gets long and then it's like it's like it's like a bit pubic, <laughs> you know? It's like Ew. it's okay. like straggling at the bottom. Different people have like. That's different coping mechanisms for quarantine. As you said, I'm not really happy about this, so I just didn't respond to Alessandra when she asked me how I was doing with oh, quarantine. Doing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Alessandra, I'm sorry that I didn't Wait, respond in a nice way when I know, you so had asked me, me that. You're so mean. But I just, there's nothing really nice that will come out of my mouth about that. Okay. So that's why I'm seeing some guys are coping oh, with yeah. trying to grow out their facial hair oh, and they yeah. don't have to see that many people anymore and they can go more in their caves they're in their caveman they are literally in a caveman phase and you guys like unless you have a bad face I don't think a beard is necessary and it's I just don't think it's one of our bachelors actually uh, emailed me a photo because he told me oh yeah I've been growing my beard out since I'm in quarantine and then he has a date coming tomorrow up. Or yes Alexa, yeah, yeah he has a date yeah. coming up so he he emailed me a photo cut it off but oh. he still has a little bit of scruff but I like a little we bit love of scruff. a little scruff That's women good. love a little scruff I don't yeah baby we face like too I think sometimes a baby Some, face if is you're cute. a certain kind of person yeah with Dan my husband looks yeah. so much better with just a, a little, little bit, bit of scruff, of scruff. He looks, I mean he looks great all the time but yeah it yeah. just it's just perfect for him yeah no You'll yeah. see as a man, you'll see what works best for you and what you what But generally no like if there if you're questioning <laughs> if you're a beard guy, you're not. Unless okay. you're the woman you're actually with yeah. and is your Explicitly girlfriend or wife expresses that she loves beards. Her adoration yeah. for beards. Right. Or like, if a girl you're dating and you really like her and she's looking through photos of you and maybe you took one where you <laughs> had grown up a beard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, okay, let's Wait, go can on. Can I see you would look like a beard? No, thank you. Oh, my gosh. Okay, now we're going to move on to one of my personal oh. favorites, Hawaiian shirts. Oh! I say this in a, in a very oh, sarcastic way because I've been on a battle against these things for years. You, know, you are on the front <laughs> lines of, you are on the crusade against Hawaiian shirts. My feelings about Hawaiian shirts is that there is in like recent the past couple of years men can wear I'm we're not talking about well I'm not pers- I think that it's hot if it's a short sleeve shirt that's like intentional an intentional Hawaiian shirt which is a fitted and like fitted and buttoned up Hawaiian um not Hawaiian Blouse. Bl- <laughs> the word blouse just doesn't land. It's collared not a shirt. It, it's if it's a collared right. shirt that has short sleeves, I think that that's really an attractive look. But not if once, pull that off, once we call Sandra. the once we call it a blouse, that's when <laughs> the attraction factor ends. If it's woman propeller in any way, and you are not 
just really muscular. I it just looks so bad. Yeah, if it's oh flouncy, <laughs> no, it's a no. That's that, a nah what for you me, dog. If, if you, it's oh, what you Lord. described, and the guy isn't very, very isn't just no, built just like, but even, but you can have like a little muscle definition. Like it doesn't have to be like a buff guy. It can be a little bit, right. and like if you're working out, if and, it's intentional, right. like okay. if, if it's just intentional, I'm still against them. But I know you're really. You this use. is a debate. This is like a debate. But I think if it's intentional, that's one thing. But also, it just goes to say, fitted is, is your friend. Your friend. Mm-hmm. And men don't understand this. Men don't seem to get it that women love. We love a fitted outfit. Exactly. Like, exactly. we want to see a little bit of that. We want to see that. And we want to. And being yeah. a conscious about your style, it doesn't make you effeminate. It shows that you actually care about what women, because women care a lot about style. That's why this segment is really good for the com- for the everyman, yeah, the common man, the, <laughs> the everyman, the everyman, the everyman, just normal guys who aren't really thinking about style. Yeah, because a lot of guys just don't think about like their moms no. still shop for them, right. and they wear the same shirts that they've been wearing for like twenty years. That's true, not That's even true. twenty years, like even longer. 10. Oh, oh, 30, even longer. 40. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, it's really cool because when we, so the clients that we work with, they were, I think you mentioned, they work with a stylist and um, we're like, we, we're lucky because we work with celebrity stylists and we're literally working with like Justin Bieber stylist. Right, right. Um, so, but yeah, um, but for, for you guys, if you do want to find out what we tell our stylists that we want our clients to um, buy when they're doing their shopping sessions, um, um, you need to become a Patreon member. And it's patreon.com slash dating in the city. You are going to get our official matchmakers in the city stylist guide. At any level, or do they have to be the highest level? No, you just be the basic level. Are you sure? Because it's this fine, is a fine. really precious. That's we fine. I'm feeling generous. This. I'm feeling generous. Okay. Let's give it to them. Okay. Let's give it to well, the people. Do it quickly, otherwise she might change your mind. Oh, yep. I'm a very <laughs> fickle, a fickle friend here. Great. Um, moving Let's move on, on to Mansur. Yes. Even though you make a lot for the men today. Yes, it's a today. Male. This is a this is a male. This is an but episode the for women the women can learn from oh, this yes. too. Yes, and yes, yes, helps. Yes, yes, they can learn yeah. from this yeah. too. Even though you may think that mostly women are watching, we actually have a ton of male listeners and viewers. We wa- we wanted to make sure that their voices were heard, so we are going to discuss a topic that men have brought to our attention this week. Great. Want to do the honors on this one? Sure. Oh my goodness. Let's let's do it. So okay, I've had an intense past, so first dates can get pretty personal. What's appropriate to share and what's not? Mm-hmm. I'm nervous because a lot of women push for an answer and then I just go into it and tell them everything. Mm-hmm. I'm single, so clearly something isn't working with my open book approach, and it's from and this is. Uh, Christina's little addition. TMTS. Too much too soon. Right. That's a that's matchmakers in the city term. Yeah, right? we we at TMTS. That we like to talk about. <laughs> so Christina, what's your take on this? I like to tell our bachelors and bachelorettes to do a little bit of a homework assignment mm-hmm. where they create a list and with three columns of 
things that are appropriate to talk on a first date, topics that you want to save for someone who you're about to be the boyfriend or girlfriend of and in that boyfriend, that, that more serious phase, and then topics that you want to save for the engagement or mm -hmm. someone who you're about to be in that really serious commitment with. In this way, it helps you to organize what is appropriate and what is too much. And you, everyone's like an onion, as we say here, that you want to peel the layers. You never want to, if you overshare as a man, you're going to want to retreat. And as a woman, if you overshare, it's going to be, you're going to feel exposed and you're going to just feel way too vulnerable too soon. That's why little by little is the best way to talk about these things, these matters. Totally. Um, I, I love that, Christina. I think the list method is so good because also we coach that we want you to be vulnerable on a first date and we want you to be your authentic true mm -hmm. self. And I think that when people hear like the words vulnerable and true self, they think, oh, that means that I need to go to that deep, dark place and really just, this is me, this is who I am, let me tell them all, let me put it all out there. If they want it, great, if not, no worries, then I'll just keep dating. But I, I love that because it really compartmentalizes, okay, you know, if I have a sad thing, to, uh, not a sad thing to say, if I have something emotional that, you know, I can share a little bit of it, but, but what am I comfortable sharing? Um, right. I also think that um, when you approach first dates, I think that it's just so important to obviously be authentic, but also instead of thinking about intense and kind of deep dark I want you to think about passions yes, okay yes. um so one of my favorite first mm -hmm. date questions that kind of brings it, it it brings everything onto more of a positive note is so tell me about like what are you passionate yes. about so I love that question. It seems very normal and very kind of run of the mill, but no, it doesn't. It it takes people off guard. It always does. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's it shows that you care too. I thought it's pretty good advice, but yeah, yes, it is. You know, it is. It worked for me. Pretty... I asked Dan that when I first met. Really? Him. What are you yeah. passionate about? Yeah, I did. I love it, and it, because then a person can show like positive what they're passionate they can talk about family they can talk about their you know traveling they can talk about things that light them on fire and in that way you're gonna see they're the best version of who they are and also when you're asked that question it's gonna help you to show the best version of yourself and when you're dating that's the goal it's yes. to show and in in the beginning it's to show the best version of yourself and it's to try to help each other be the best best right. versions of yourself it's true. and also first date it should be fun okay we have had so many oh gosh I mean some of the worst feedback is like when we when they're like listen he's a nice guy or she's a nice girl but like it was like a therapy session mm. so you never that's a very rare occurrence I know but like it's also been nine years so like 
we've had we've a seen bit it, of that. But it's not, not I would it's not like not all common. the time. That's not but that like common. it's not that common, but it's happened like I can count on my fingers the times it's happened, which is too much. Mm. Um so right. I think that even like for all the dates that we've planned, so I think that yeah, if it's airing on the side, if you would talk to your therapist about it, don't, <laughs> don't talk, talk to a date about yeah, it. And there's the mm. the phrase also don't give your pearls to pigs. Oh. Because they will trample all over them and over you. Mm-hmm. You want to really protect those those special parts of you that are those more just kernels of, of your heart, I would say. Kernels of truth and maybe parts of your heart. Yeah. Little by little, the person gets to know you and you're not hiding things. I know that you this bachelor is so kind and wanting to make sure he's being upfront with women yeah but if for instance your sibling had passed away and that is something that's really upsetting for you to talk about if they ask the person might ask a normal first date question do you have any siblings and you say yeah I did but um, he or she passed away but I'm he's really special to me and and we have some great memories together and then switch the topic yeah and then don't and then go let's into it not be vague you can even just say go. like oh let's not let's not go in but I don't let's... think you need to even say oh, okay. it I think it's just yeah it was great memories well yeah great memories we, yeah I'll tell yeah. you more about this more person we get to, as, as we, we get, get to know, know each other, other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I love that yeah. I think that that's great I think that's great advice Christina I think yeah I think yeah we'll, definitely man is gonna be great on his next few dates oh so. so cute okay our next segment is our okay this is one of my favorites actually it's called hashtag Netflix and quarantine and our Conti COVID classics. For me this week, we actually have a wonderful recommended reading list that we give to our oh, priority members. So good. But this book is not on there. And I, if someone ever asks me for additional reading, I always tell them this. It's called The Exceptional 7% by Dr. Gregory Popcheck. Am, am I a part of the 7%? It's about married couples. <laughs> no, you're not there yet. But I thought I was the exceptional seven. It's fine. But it's the whole mentality of this is that only seven percent of couples are of married couples are truly happy. I think that that's a very like legitimate statistic. Right. Right. And if that's true, yeah, there's it's, really scary it's important. Well, not scary. You can. I work think it's on scary. It. That's horrifying. Only seven percent of married couples are happy. No. Like, what are not, these poor people working towards? Us are not. Not okay. It's exceptionally happy. Okay, okay, okay. So they're like a, most yeah, yeah. marriages fall in the I think well fifty percent happy category. Fifty percent end in divorce. divorce. Right. So then this out of that way, other fifty percent, right. there's only then seven percent that are exceptionally happy. Well, no. I think so you they, you need to read this book. Yes, it is. It Let's is all required read reading. This book. Re- it is wonderful. Dan and I actually read that before, before we got, got married, married, or or oh, as we awesome. were. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. We, I recommend Ooh. it even oh, for singles to read because it can set you on that course to yeah. to have a really happy and successful relationship that leads to marriage and a very happy and successful marriage. I love that. That sounds so exciting. Um, and yes, oh. recommended reading list if you would like that. Also, we will share that. Is that okay, Alessandra? We on the share Patreon? That on Patreon listeners. I mean, you know what? We're viewers. giving it. It's basically like Oprah's, Oprah's 25 yeah. Days of Christmas, <laughs> whatever that was. You're getting a car. <laughs> You're getting a car. 
Wait, I look like the meme today because I'm wearing red. Ah! <laughs> There's an Oprah meme right now. It's so good. Um, okay, so my suggestion is a little bit of a departure from my normal 90 day fiance suggestion which I always recommend Mm -hmm. but um Waco so Waco has been I watched it last week and I finished it last week because you can't watch it and not finish it (laughs) it is one of those shows that just it is amazing so I highly recommend it really just makes you sit back and think about everything Mm. um and about who to trust and um kind of also very interesting because I think we're at a point right now in our society where it's like we're just we don't know what to believe. Right. That in right. The news. It's true. It's true. And like and just who's from, controlling who and who's yeah, controlling what. It's just like the government, what is telling us one thing, the news is telling us one thing, like you know, these doctors are telling us one thing, these other doctors are telling us another thing. Who's doing it for fame, who's doing it yeah, for true, money, right? who's doing it for yeah, it's just it's a confusing time. It so is. I think that maybe also that's why Waco has been really oh. um Waco has been it's a really it's really popular right now. It's I in the top see. ten of Netflix. So um anyway. And you'll be sharing we'll be sharing my manipulator article soon oh, too. Yes. That Speaking of manipulation and it's also really interesting because like you were saying that and we were both saying that we kind of almost feel in a way that like we're kind of being manipulated right now in Mm. in society and it's just it feels very 1984 like it feels very it's very weird George Orwell yeah, I don't know who that is. Did you read that book? I in, just in high school. I figured that you knew what you were talking about, oh, so gosh. I kind of just agreed. Okay. But I don't most people know what that have is. read this book in high school, so most people know what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, I don't know what that is. Oh, um, I do know the year of 1984. Um, I was not alive. Big Brother, um, where everyone's oh, being God. watched by yeah. that that. Big Brother, they screens everywhere, so your all of your actions are being monitored. Well, that's literally what's right. happening. I know, I know. Like, right? It's just so crazy, you guys. Like, right? It's so crazy. People telling on each other. For, oh my gosh! Yeah. I know. And like, my heart, my heart goes out to everybody right now, though. Yeah. It's just because nobody. I don't think. I think that there are evil people that are that have a lot more power than they should I think that there are truly people who are not good who are in very high positions of power right now who do not have our best interests at heart Um, but I think that it's so sad because the everyday people are not bad people and they that's why they couldn't even fathom that there are bad people who are in these positions of power so that's why when they Hmm. are getting directives from people that they think are trying to keep them safe that's why they're getting so impassioned Mm. and they're not doing it out of a place of malice they're literally they're really concerned they're really concerned normal people normal people who are Mm. doing the tattling and stuff like that because you know I so I empathize with everybody here it's not an easy thing it isn't it is not an easy place that we're at in our society. This is a historic moment, that's for sure. Yeah. Hopefully one that will end soon. Yes, hopefully end. <laughs> because honestly, also, I am just, 
I will say this, and we, we're very not political here. We don't talk about politics. Right. But everybody's trying to hashtag the new normal. No. No. Hashtag no. not my new normal. No, no, no This no, is no, not no, my no. new normal. No, 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 this is not. This hashtag is not. not my new. Why are no. we just all accepting the new normal until what? We're all vac. We all have to get mandatory vaccinations and walk around with a tattoo on our arms. That's what Bill Gates wants. Ooh. Yeah. He wants us all to be tattooed. Oh, I mean, gosh. so gosh. I think that like personally, this is not my hashtag new normal. This is not my new normal. Okay. And I, I think that there's nothing wrong with wanting, like I enjoyed my life before. Obviously I'm going to be very careful going back into society and I'm happy to do anything that will keep people who are immunocompromised safe. But I also think it's just at this point, it feels very propagandic yeah. to be like trying to push down our throats. This new normal. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not going to just accept your new normal. No. No. This isn't normal. That is, this, this is, is not normal. Really not being weird. able to go outside. Yeah. Not being able to go to, go to businesses. No. No. No, that's not how a society runs. This is not. Successfully. This is not normal. Doesn't work. Doesn't, doesn't work. work. But anyway, <laughs> if we if we offended anybody, um, I'm sorry. But at the same time, we... We also need to be able to have open discourse. And because if we don't, it's all over. It's all over. So that's one thing that any, you can tell me, please openly discourse because we need that. We need open discourse. We need watchdogs. We need people who are calling, you know, government and media out. We need that, you know? Sorry, this is, this is a dating, a dating show. (laughs) But anyway, but that's what you should respect. look for in your partner as well. Right, okay? respectful communication. Yes, that's yes, but effective and respectful communication. That's, that's with any relationship that you're having, the relationship that you have with your politicians, with your media. It's respectful and it should be open discourse. It's not a dictatorship and it's not a, yeah. you know, it's not blindly yeah like a lemming accepting everything no if a man's gonna tell you some tell you to do something you're gonna take a step back and say okay what's going on here so same thing with our normal lives yeah but anyway you guys um (laughs) this brings us to the end of this week's episode of dating in the city thank you so much for joining us we are always love to come on with you and get to talk and yes and hear your questions yes Feel free to subscribe below and always um, send us a DM or you can just write to us um, at, uh, where do they write to us, Christina? Write to us on Facebook. Write to us wherever you can find us. Yeah, and on the comment section on YouTube. Yes, on comment section on YouTube. YouTube if you have a, a question, place. just let us know right. and we will answer it on next week's episode. Yes. Okay, you guys, happy quarantine. Oh. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>